Hello everybody and welcome to another edition of the Mac and Forth Show. My name's Carl Mann and we're here once again to talk about the week's Apple and tech related news and joining me as ever, first out of the gate this week, Dean Murphy. How's you, sir? Yep, I'm really good, thanks. It's been uh, a week now with the iPhone 10, so I've got a lot more used to it. All right, like all right. Bloody rub it in. <laughs> oh no, you can't anymore because on Wednesday, <laughs> mine came. That's Yay. it. And all I can say, all I can say right off the bat, is <laughs> I love this thing, I tell you. <laughs> What's he got in his pocket? <laughs> oh dear. So um so yes, we can we can compare notes uh in a in a little while there, Dean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sounds good to me. Well, just we best just checking with Alan then. So, Alan, Alan Vickers, how are you, sir? I'm very well, Carl, and I'm effectively, in theory, on paper, uh, about sixteen hundred pound better off this week than I was last week. <laughs> 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 That's because I uh, I cancelled my order for my iPhone ten. Uh, it was going to be eleven hundred and forty nine pounds, wasn't it? But I managed to so. cancel it before they shipped it to me, so I haven't wasted their their postage efforts. But you, but- I checked on eBay. Yeah, uh, yeah, I actually don't know. I was going to sell it. I was going to try my hand at being a capitalist, but there we go. Hang on. I got, I've got a special effect. Too got, many of them. I got a special effect just for you, Alan. Already, it was ready to go, and now you've ruined it. The point is, go ladies on. and gentlemen, that greed, for lack of a better word, is good. Greed is right. Greed works. Oh, and now you're blind. <laughs> <laughs> greed, greed doesn't work when Apple make far too many iphone 10s compared to all the rumors you can just get them can't you you can just call in at an apple store and get them so yeah. i looked i checked on ebay and um the phone i'd ordered which was 1149 pounds they're going for like 1249 pounds or um maybe 1300 at best and by the time you've paid an ebay fee and you've taken the risk that you might be selling to a scammer who's going to you know, fiddle you anyway and nick the thing it's just not worth the risk so i thought right i'll I'll cancel that. And then, of course, my other problem was um, I had that Apple Watch Series 3 that was accidentally in my bag when I ordered the phone. And yeah, I didn't dare remove it from the bag. It would wait a second. <laughs> yeah, I did. It was just there. <laughs> but that came. They said it was going to be here on the 25th of November. So I was just relaxed. I thought, I've got ages to cancel that. But then it turned up. And um, anyway, I left it in its uh, in its cellophane. I didn't even break the cellophane. I just left it. I looked at it. I, I was so, so tempted. But in the end, I uh, packed it all up printed the UPS return label, and that's on its way back to Apple as well. So all in all, I, I haven't spent about £1,600, which is quite good because I didn't have it anyway to spend. So all is well in the world. <laughs> i got to say, sir, you've got restraint being able to just have it sitting there, like staring at you, going, open me. Please open me. I had to put it back into its brown box because that's, that's easier to look at than that nice shiny white box. Yeah. Oh dear. Yeah, well. Uh, well, you did have some other luck this week, I see, on the on the on the on the notes there. Oh yes, yeah. You remember? I don't know, two or three shows ago, I was saying I got that um, those Wemo light bulbs, mm-hmm. and I could I was struggling to get them to work with my Amazon Echo because over in the UK there was no Wemo skill on the on the uh, Echo. Uh, Alexa skills store. It was only in America and there are loads of uh, blog posts everywhere about why isn't it coming to the UK? And I tried and tried and tried to get it work through that uh, You Know Me app, that little bridging app thing. Yep. And it would work, but the, the lights would only turn on literally five minutes after I'd asked them to turn on. So it's useless. <laughs> but I, I was just casually looking through the skills store uh, about a week and a half ago and the, um, the Wemo skill is now there in the UK. So now it works like a dream. It's just the Amazon Echo knows about my Wemo stuff directly. Huh. So, 
So it's, it's brilliant. And me and my wife sit there like uh, like gods in our living room, <laughs> turning the telly on at will through the Harmony Hub, turning the lights on and off at will. It's just like, it's the future and we're living it. <laughs> so you've got your little servants, little electronic servants running around. So you are Gordon Gecko. You're, just, you're not fooling me. You're not fooling me. <laughs> Speaking of the, uh, the Echo, my new one turned up the other week and there was so much other stuff going on, I totally forgot to talk about it. Uh, and I went for the middle one, the one that's got the sort of cloth uh, speaker cover at the moment by default. And it's basically exactly the same as the old one. I don't know. Is there any difference in the audio, unfortunately? Supposedly, it's got a bit more bass to it, but not, not any significant amount that I've noticed. Still, it did allow me to pass my other one on to my brother, so he's now got an echo as well. So so at least at least it's slowly spreading throughout the family. <laughs> I'm going to get that one, that new one, the sort of two-thirds height one, yeah. for my parents have decided, yeah, for Christmas. So, um, But I was going to ask, do you know... Uh, does it require like a prime subscription i was going to get them one anyway because of prime video and the kindle lending library and all that sort of stuff which they'll, they'll take advantage of but is it worth buying an echo if you haven't got prime does it do enough it's, well it won't play music I, I, or does it play the radio mm. stuff i'm not sure now but uh, yeah it won't do it won't do audio books and 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 and, and it'll do everything apart from the music i think <clears throat> oh, okay. um, all right. so pretty much the- Worth uh, it on its own, right? Yeah, I mean everything else you have to buy various subscriptions and whatnot and and stuff. But no, I think it, it can still answer the questions and you can still get all the skills and 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 do things like that. So it does it is kind of handy if you just want to call out. And now with the messaging features as well, which work quite well. Um, yeah, you haven't got one, but I was testing it out with with Richard and Alex when that first initially came to this country and it works really well. It sounds really good and you can just leave messages. You can, you can turn off the drop-in feature. I still don't like the idea of the drop-in feature. That's a bit weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you never know with, with a, an older, older parents, maybe it would be ideal if you could just suddenly drop in and go, is everything okay? And they don't have to really do yeah. anything. So I'm not sure how they'd think about it, but yeah. <laughs> well, I think then if, if Amazon and get around to putting their, their prime video app onto Apple TV, which surely they must be doing. Oh God, don't even get me started. <laughs> yeah. Then in that case, I will get them, um, I'll get them an echo and a prime subscription, but Perhaps if they if Amazon still hold it back, I won't bother with the Prime subscription yet. Yeah, that is handy. I just bought today a, a Fire Stick for my mate because it's his birthday. So uh, he's <laughs> he's been making do with uh, a WD Live thing. Do you remember them? Those little boxes. Yeah. 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 I, I remember I used to have a few of them lying around. Um, but it's, it's just getting old in the tooth now, as far as I know. And I, I, um, I'm not sure if they're updating the line. I have no idea. I don't really follow Western Digital anymore. But yeah, so I just thought if I get him a stick, it's like dead simple. Plug it in. Again, he hasn't. He has the option to try and out video streaming and stuff, but he's got things like Plex and Netflix, and so it should work lovely. Mm. That's the plan. Uh, well, that's it. Well, as you said, Dean, your first week now, full week with the <laughs> iPhone 10. Any any new discoveries? Any new joys? Any new disappointments? Um, <clears throat> not a new disappointment, but an old disappointment. I still don't like the control center at the top right hand corner, uh-huh. especially someone who holds my phone in the left hand. It's just impossible to to use with one hand you know to use control sense with one hand so that's my the only thing i'm upset with um i've had time to try out a camera i've taken some good photos yeah, I went to the local park that's stunning had fo- yeah um i was using the long exposure mode which is new in ios 11 for live photos where it uses the whole live photo to blur parts of the mm-hmm. scene so in this case it blurred the river i was looking at and turned it into like a mirror reflection of the trees above it looked really good and um not to be a not to 
plug too much, but they're all on my Instagram if you want to go check. Instagram slash Crafty Dino. <laughs> um, and yeah, had firework nights. So I was trying out the low light photography, which is very difficult with fireworks because they produce you know this one time shot of bright light in an otherwise dark sky. But it, the 4K video looked amazing. I was trying to zoom in. Um, yeah, I'm very impressed with this camera overall. Yeah, I mean, you took one, some of those uh, studio photos as well, didn't you? And posted them, those um, studio lighting ones. Oh, yeah, and studio lighting using the front. I was, I was surprised to get such a high quality photo from that. That was quite late at night. So it was in my house. The lights were on, just using like the fluorescent bulbs in the incandescent bulbs or whatever no, philips hue led bulbs you see i just had the indoor lighting using the front camera which normally isn't as good quality as the back but the quality turned out to be really good on them especially with the portrait mode which normally requires a lot more light to or in the past required a lot more light to actually trigger so using the portrait mode with the front facing camera and the led uh, sorry the ir depth mapping stuff it was very impressive. Yeah. Hmm. We're going to see a lot more high-quality avatars, aren't we, on Twitter yeah. and uh, Facebook and that, <laughs> when people start getting used to this stuff. That's it. Well, that's my favourite feature, is that it is the uh, portrait lightning. 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 Because <laughs> lighting. Like, I love it. I love taking those shots. It makes it look like I've been off to some studio somewhere and had portraits done. Of course, it's not as yeah. good as, as them. But it produces some like really, uh, like it's really stunning effects, I think. I, it make I can look off into the distance and make it look like I'm thoughtful and introspective and, and one of them types instead of just a git. <laughs> so it's <laughs> it really does work really well, and uh, it's also one of those things. You know, we all thought um, face ID. Uh, we wondered what would be the feature that you could show off to someone instantly, and everyone was coming up with an emojis. But I think it's that portrait photographer. Uh, for, for photography, sorry. Uh, if you take a picture, snap, just lay, they're standing right in front of you. Well, what can it do? Well, I'll show you. And you t- snap a picture of them, spin the ca- uh, phone around and show them this, like most of the time, unless something's gone slightly wrong, a stunning shot. And they think, whoa, that looks amazing. <laughs> That's a, yeah. But yeah, when they're not with you, definitely Animojis can sell that, that phone. I sent a few out to various people and they go, I want a 10 now. <laughs> 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 yep, I've done the same. I sent a few out to some people, and then I haven't used them since. I use them like the first few days. I, I use them, Kate. If I think it's something <laughs> fun to do, I I, I quickly. Do. It's normally a song. Like I sent you guys a lumberjack song thing the other day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was good. It was another one example like I've seen before, where you, you hear it with the sound on, and you hear the song being sung, and you know the lyrics. And then when you turn the sound off, the, the mouth um, animations are so good, you can still see the words being said on this little cartoon. It's, it's really great. And the, the internet is full, isn't it, of uh, Animoji karaoke at the moment, which yeah. uh, <laughs> is going to get irritating real soon, but it's been fun for a while. It is good. So, um, so like, like I say, last night I was down the pub in London. <laughs> Surprise, I know. But uh, so I got to use Face ID, uh, sorry, Apple Pay via Face ID for the first time. And it's, I, as, as Dean said the other week, Alan, you were right. At the moment, Face ID using Apple Pay seems a bit clunky. But the mm. more I used it, from round to round to round to round the more it became more natural so eventually it did feel pretty like fluent and, and, and like fluid i should say and uh and throughout it the night your your uh, your reactions slowed down to the, yeah to my the perception of reality changed <laughs> <laughs> but but it was and it was funny because we went into the pub uh, so we went to the curry house afterwards and, and my mate just paid with his phone as he always does right and then i said i said oh i'll pay i'll pay with my face and he went okay and he gave us a, a, a quizzical look and then my mate paid with his watch and he was more impressed with the watch <laughs> than anything else so, oh shut up spent more than that 
<laughs> and you've got one on your wrist as well. Yeah. He goes, you got one as well. He goes, why do you use that? No, because that one's better. <laughs> so uh, it is It is out there. Um, uh, I haven't seen many in the wild, as, as I say. Um, 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 the notch, yeah, there's a lot of talk, obviously, about the notch and thing. And I find, as the more I use this now, I think I'm finding, strangely enough, that is now the character of the phone rather than the home button. For me now yeah because it's definitely it's definitely got a distinctive shape when you're looking at a, 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 an app that takes full advantage well that embraces the notch rather than just tries to blank it out it does give the phone um a unique mm. appearance i, I think find. so it's part of apple's plan isn't it i mean they must have looked at it and thought there's no way around this what are we going to do about it and they just said well the thing is just let's just make that the iconic look of the new future phones that's how they look mm. even down to the little glyphs we now use yeah let's be proud let's just make it everyone can see from this shape you instantly mean iphone 10 so yeah. they've just they're brazening it out aren't they and it's working yeah. yeah i mean the thing they could have done is just had a big black bar at the top not, not a notch just a big black bar and then just had the screen rise up as far as it can up to that black yeah. bar and then you know what they've done with older phones just have the status bar at the top but um a lot of people talk about the notch is taken away from the screen rather than, you know, it's not taking away 70% from the top bar. It's adding 30% more screen yeah. to the top bar. It's adding a place yeah. to put all the stuff you don't really care about, but needs to be there. You know, your the carrier, yeah. the um, signal strength, Wi-Fi connection, whatever location data, what's being used. So it's, it's a really yeah. nice little place just to hide all that stuff that needs to be there most of the time, but you don't want it taking up your main screen, main real estate. That's it. I think the other, the other thing they've done, which is clever with it, because of it, goes ed- you know, edge to edge apart from ever such a tiny little bezel which is effectively the, ed- the physical edge of the phone it does make it look like a window onto the world so especially in things like the camera or in any any augmented reality type app it looks like you're holding up a frame doesn't it on reality <laughs> just a thin little frame and it just happens to be a notch overlaid onto part of that frame it's as if there's like a, a physical thing on top of a window onto the world so and psychologically i think that trick works whereas if you'd had a solid bar uh, you know in effect um a, a bezel at the top you wouldn't have got that illusion yeah yeah i've noticed uh i think it's Rene ritchie from imore who's been posting these photos onto twitter where he's taken a photo of his iphone x and then he's held his iphone x up sorry 10 holding it up and um then taking a photo of him holding the iphone 10 and you've just got the whole scenery in the background and then the scenery continues onto the phone and you just see the bezels just little yeah. black bezels just going around and they're really cool uh photos i think which really show off how the how invisible the the device is really in a sense mm-hmm. it does it does get out of the way definitely i mean the, the screen the screen is absolutely gorgeous uh fortunately mm-hmm. i'm not one of those unfortunate people who've got a green line now appearing down their screen <laughs> which is a bit <laughs> concerning but uh, apple are aware of it at the moment and they're probably going to start replacing <coughs> handsets as uh, they become available but uh, yeah so some reports started to emerge yesterday that a green line was coming down uh certain people's uh iphones but the, no the screen i find is absolutely stunning it looks gorgeous i mean i know i have to wear glasses now but even i can see that this screen is amazing and all mm. the little gestures and stuff and it's fantastic uh the face id i love the fact as i know you could have you could enable it on the old phones but the uh the peak so it does it just says i've got a message from like uh from from one of you guys but it doesn't actually activate until i look at it and then it slides up or exposes itself and says whatever your message is i love i just love that little feature even though i, I knew it was there before but i never turned it on i, I think that is what one example of a number of things which which are called like um attention aware features mm, that's it and i think they are the real power of uh, of this face id i think dean mentioned a bit of this last week mm. that cause i still think you know actually unlocking your phone is is a bit more clunky than it was with touch id and apple Pay, as we discussed this but it's kind of worth it really because it's, it's still good enough and you get all of this new attention aware 
capability which you just didn't have before that's where the real power is i think yeah because my screen i think by default it sets to turn off i don't know if it's carried on from my old settings or if it's by default but it turns off after 30 seconds and i set a little timer i turned the screen off turned the screen on just left it there after 30 seconds it turned off and then i done it again but looking at the screen set the timer and it didn't I, was, I got to like two minutes and gave up just because i was looking at the mm. screen it just wouldn't turn off so uh, it's one of the features where you don't notice it but it will save battery life yeah. um it's one of them, like invisible features really which is really quite you know no one else is going to notice it if the phone isn't turning off because they're looking at it and they're engaging with it. yeah um, yeah it's really clever stuff and uh, uh, one of my concerns that i mentioned the other week is because i drive the van the phone's positioned sort of like in the air vent looking at me all the time i was wondering how it's going to handle that and and obviously uh, this week i was out driving um and now i just have to tap the phone and it, i look at it it unlocks i slide up i'm ready to go not that i try and interact with my phone while i'm driving it's just it's just nice to be able to get in touch with it and tell it to do various things or or, or see uh see information as it comes in and it, it works flawlessly even like even though i'm sitting a fair way back the first few times i had to lean slightly forward and then it would unlock but now it seems to be unlocking all the time even if i'm just sitting back naturally where i normally sit which is nice for me yeah that's good hmm. there's um, there's talk of um these oled screens having potential uh, screen burn issues in there over yep. time is that going to affect you in your cab do you use like um you know mapping and software on I, like gps and stuff i yeah so i use i well mainly when i know i'm going into a dodgy traffic area i use Waze, which is always on the screen uh so mm. but I'm, I'm thinking hmm, if i if i probably turn the brightness down a bit i don't need it full blast um so I, that's one way i deal with, with that but the other way of course if you use apple maps which i use for getting most places uh, mm. when i'm on like long drive long drives and stuff like this is it will shut off it will when it as you're approaching the turn it will come back to life and show you the roundabout the junction or whatever you need to take and then i you've taken it, it just turns off again and goes back to being oh, a blank good. screen one um one little tip you can do because the burning is caused by high contrast basically using a lot of whites a lot of whites will cause the burning more than more so than a darker color you can go to accessibility settings and turn on the reduce white point setting where that reduces the white from being you know a bright white to a dimmer white and you can enable that and disable that by triple tapping the side button the siri button mm-hmm. so i've got it on reduce white point i've got it set on the lowest so i can triple tap tap reduce white point and it makes it darker than what it normally would be so if i'm in my bed at night lights are off i don't want to i want the screen to be as dark as possible so it's not disturbing uh, my wife or sometimes the kids jump in with us um and that's a good little tip for that as well when you're in the car just triple yeah. tap it just reduces the whites yeah yeah i mean there would be lots of tips and i'm sure eventually someone someone somewhere is testing it <laughs> with their phone on the most <laughs> egregious <laughs> screen setting going and they're just waiting to get burning so they can write a story about it i'm telling you i know i know it's happening there was somebody uh, somebody with a bright white android logo on an iphone 10 yeah. waiting for it to burn in so they can make a youtube video come on do it <laughs> <laughs> oh dear uh well anyway yeah so like i say um so i've gone for i definitely as, as soon as i got this thing i was having cases and i've already got four <laughs> so i've got two traditional cases which is just the back cover I, I bought even when i bought the expensive apple level one my god that's a lot of money for what it is i think but so yeah I know, so i've got two of them all in red because i like red for some reason uh, i also got a folio thing so i can stick me wallets and credit cards and a bit of money in in there and stuff like that in fact where the hell's my credit card going? <laughs> oh i know i know where it is <laughs> <laughs> and I also got, which I think I'm going to stick with, is is like the old old iPhone 4s, which is the bumper case. 
because it still allows me to show off the aesthetic of the phone, but it's got a nice little... Well, it's got. So I've turned my black phone into basically black and silver because it's got a silver aluminium frame around the edge now. It looks really nice. I've got to get another couple. Right. Is that sort of thick enough to stop the back and the front touching a flat yes. surface yeah it's got down. it's got oh. it's got little um, rubber mats uh, feet in the corners which is just the same height as the the camera bump so i can lay it flat on oh, the table okay. and it, Perfect. it yeah stays it's lovely it was only eight quid from uh, amazon so yeah. Jobs yeah, it's a shame to cover up that nice glass back isn't yeah. it yeah yeah and like the bumper hopefully the bump it's it's got um rubber insides as well uh, and an aluminium frame shell and rubber on the inside so hopefully if i do drop it even though touch wood i've never dropped a phone in my life it will not shatter instantly Mm. because amazingly if you drop glass onto concrete it shatters who knew that who Mm. knew that i just (laughs) (laughs) apparently there's um, a a company called square trade a company that provides extended warranties for electronic devices conducted several breakability tests on the iphone 10 and found it glass back and and lack of a home button made it the most breakable iphone ever well who who knows Mm. not only did the iphone 10 glass shatter when dropped on its front and back from a height of six feet but the display also malfunctioned square trade sorry square trade is the name is naturally using the opportunity to push its two-year smartphone protection plan (laughs) which was recently reduced to 129 dollars plus a 99 dollar deductible for most claims in the states Uh, apple apple has recently confirmed it will charge out of warranty $279 for the iPhone 10 screen repairs and $549 for any other damage normally the stuff on the back uh, unless it is manu- unless it's a manufacturing defect such as a green line maybe um, covered by the one year limited warranty so again again we all saw the videos of when the phone was released people were dropping them opening the boxes dropping them something looks more suspect than others i gotta say um but they break it's gravity are we if we're gonna put glass in it's gonna be gravity we can do away with that i suppose and put perspex in but it wouldn't be the same yeah they're scary numbers though these aren't they these repair numbers they are i expect i'll see there'll be a peak in people taking apple care plus with this phone i think well as 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 dean pointed out last week i'm i'm gonna brave it i think i mean i'm in credit <laughs> since i got it from the three i've never had a repair i'm just gonna try and not be clumsy i'm not gonna try and walk along a busy high street with a phone rammed under my chin between my chin and my shoulder you know i'm gonna hold <laughs> the darn thing i'm gonna take care of it because i'm an adult <laughs> yeah I'm not going to yeah, let kids play of, with it, that's for sure. <laughs> the cost of Apple Care Plus versus just a straight replacement isn't that much different. You know, no, it's about 280. Yeah. yeah, it's 50 quid. So yeah. you pay 200 quid, for, $200 for Apple Apple Care, $30 for a screen replacement if you have Apple Care, and that's $230 versus $280 just to replace it if it does go wrong. So take your chances, I'd say, and just pay the extra 50 if you, <laughs> if you mess it up. That, yeah, exactly. That's... If if you pay two hundred dollars for you know every phone or you know the equivalent of every phone, yeah, I would have just wasted a lot of money. Probably as much an iPhone ten costs over the past nine yeah. years of buying iPhones. Yeah, I'm I, one I, of those people that, that looks after my phone like in an almost paranoid fashion because yeah. I've got I've only got a six inch, but I've still got a I've got one of those full back screens. It's got like a rubber internal back and then a hard plastic back on top of that and a screen protector on the front. But then I also put it into a leather slipcase, just habitually. I always carry it around in this little slipcase thing. And um, I've dropped that a few times, but, you know, no damage. Now, to be fair, I don't normally hear regular people moaning about it. It's only the tech press that moan about it. Whenever I've seen people with cracked screens, they're normally quite fatalistic about it, going, oh, yeah, I dropped it. It's just Mm. they they know it's going to happen, and they sort of (laughs) like... 
they resign to the fact it's going to happen because it's they've normally been clumsy with it. I mean, I remember talking to a, a girl at work and she's dropped hers a number of times and she, she gets she <laughs> it stays with a crack screen for months. Then she finally gets it fixed. Within a week, it's crack screen again. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what can you do? <clears throat> it's crazy to me. But uh, we've also had as it's a new iPhone time. We get all all the greatest hits come back again. This time, uh, it's the old chestnut again. How much are the components to make the new iPhone? <laughs> <laughs> so this time, they've been valued at $357.50. Uh, strangely enough, that, however, um, the bill of materials excludes any other costs associated with research and development, licensing, packaging, marketing, shipping, sales, and so forth. But let's not worry about the minor details. Let's say the actual phone only costs $357. (laughs) (sighs) The world we live in. And like that that Australian YouTuber went to China, you can go and build your own iPhone if you want. Mm -hmm. uh, A few months ago, he went back and scaled the markets in China and Shenzhen. And bought all the different components and then built his own iPhone 6, I believe. Um, <laughs> and he recently released a video to say how much it costs. And it cost him, he said uh, it, the parts, the raw parts cost around $300. But because you need this very, you, you need very good soldering skills, whatever, he made a few mess ups here and there. And it ends up costing <laughs> him over $1,000 for all the equipment and replacement parts he had to buy to actually, they, they broke by accident or missoldered or et cetera. So um, he recommends just buying an iPhone. And <laughs> you've got, like, the <laughs> <laughs> you got the warranty and all that stuff, I think. Yes. <laughs> I, mean, see, I mean, um, when I, I fix it, did that teardown of the iPhone 10, didn't they? And um, along the way, they took a load of high res photos of the internals, and now they're, they're now making those available as screen savers or uh, wallpapers, <laughs> Wallpaper. wallpapers for, for the iPhone. <laughs> so you can look at your, your lock screen, and it's as if you're, you've got a transparent lock screen and you're seeing all the chips inside. It looks would quite it, nice. Would it just be batteries everywhere? Mostly. Yeah. 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 Also, speaking of batteries, this thing lasts forever for me. Mm. It's got, strangely enough, it's got two batteries inside of it. Yeah. It's got one long one down the side and one short one along the bottom where the uh, home button would be. So I, yeah. I, so I normally, like, I leave, I leave the depot. I, I leave the depot about six o'clock in the morning and start my travels. I have it sitting there on the dash. I use, I use sat nav and I use music streaming or I'm listening to podcasts and, and receiving messages throughout the day and things like this. Normally, about midday, it's dead. And I have to stick the charger in to like get myself back to the the base and and things like this. This thing I can do. I I do my entire day doing all the things, all the sat navs, everything I, I say there. I get back to the yard about two o'clock, and it's still got like thirty percent left. Oh, and I know it's a brand new battery, and that will probably degrade over like the next year. But it's still fantastic. I mean, I went out last night, I, and also it works with the. Sp- the speedy usb charger you know you can buy additionally from apple which i bought for the ipad pro uh, many months ago mm-hmm. so I, I can plug it in like and i get a full, it's basically fully charged and ready to go within the hour it's so fast it's great it's great and like yeah. last night i went out into london london as you can imagine is full of wi-fi signals everywhere everything's trying to interact with your phone everywhere you go or the tube the pubs walking down the street everywhere so it's picking up all these signals everywhere every moment of the day and sometimes i'd go into london I'd leave, I'd leave my house, go into London, get to the pub, and it'd be at 50% already because the phone's just going mad. This one, I'm out all night playing about with it, showing off the features to my mates who I was with. I get back on the train, and it's still at 70%. 
Wow. It's, it was amazing. That's good to hear because you, I've heard quite a few stories that, that are counter to that on other podcasts yeah. when they're saying, yeah, maybe it's just the, the initial indexing or the... Um, the photo library being synced and all that, but people were reporting, um, you know, about the same battery life as before, or maybe even slightly worse. But that's good to hear that your experience is different. Yeah. No, I was, I was quite impressed because normally I have to take the charger with me. I bought this little credit card <laughs> card size chart. It's, it's the size they got me on Amazon. <laughs> On the Amazon page, they got me because they showed the battery pack next to a credit card. And I'm thinking, like, the brain puts two and two together and goes, oh, that's really slim and sexy. Turns out, yeah, it's the size of a credit card, but it's as deep as your thumb. (laughs) So so I got conned there. But it's it's still a a fantastic little charger. But uh, no, I don't need that anymore. I just go out. Maybe if I'm going out all day in London shooting and playing with the 4K video, it'll be different. And I probably will take it Mm. just in case. But no, it, it, it... absolutely functioned flawlessly it's brilliant <coughs> how much of the um the storage capacity have you used out of you is it you got the 256 haven't you yeah let's so let's have a look let's see oh uh, it doesn't work oh face id doesn't work with a microphone in front of your face how weird oh, yes. <laughs> i've just picked mine up upside down <laughs> <laughs> right so let's see a few times if you had home buttons you wouldn't have had any of these problems <laughs> Right, okay. So I got to 256 because I wanted space, uh, and I've got available to me now 215 gigs. <laughs> 100, 182 available. Uh, so that's good. I can, at least I can download some high uh, HDR movies on there, which, as Dean said the other week, do absolutely look stunning. I was watching Wonder Woman and, and uh, Mad Max Fury Road. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, okay, well, I guess <clears throat> I guess we better turn to the one of the biggest stories of the week, which is the Paradise Papers. <laughs> was that a sigh there, Alan? <laughs> it was. Oh, I'm fed up with this. Yeah, worry. I know. Well, BBC, the BBC thinks they've done an amazing yeah, investigative journalism job, don't they? And they're so <laughs> proud of it. It's on every news bulletin all week and Panorama. Oh, dear. What, by being <laughs> handed information by someone else? Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> fantastic journalism there, once again. <laughs> Anyway, this report comes from The Guardian anyway, I go on. Uh, So The Guardian's reported on Monday that documents found within the Paradise Papers uh, indicate Apple relocated part of the company to Jersey to preserve its low tax rate. The Paradise Papers, just in case anyone doesn't know, is a set of 13.4 million confidential electronic documents relating to offshore investments that were leaked by a German newspaper. The documents originated from the offshore law firm Appleby, funny i always thought that was a restaurant in america uh the corporate services providers estera and as aski sati i don't know trust and business registered in 19 tax jurisdictions they contain the names of more than 120,000 people and companies among those whose financial affairs are mentioned is our dear old queen as well Liz, who knew? Uh, Apple have claimed, however, that they are doing nothing illegal and pay the most tax of any company in the world. Uh, And although this practice isn't illegal, it still adds a heavy taxation burden to the rest of us. Uh, Of course, don't expect things to change anytime soon because the people responsible for making those changes, including including closing those loopholes, are mainly the ones profiting from it in the first place. (laughs) So, So it seems to me... Like I say, we had um, we had another leak of papers, wasn't it, the other week? Well, uh, the other year. Uh, I've forgotten the name of them. Ca- uh, Panama Papers. And I, I don't understand why people react the way they do. Because, yeah, this is, this is how it works, unfortunately, when you've got a crap load of money that you don't know what to do with. You try and hide it 
so you don't have to pay taxes and, and to certain other countries that you don't necessarily think you owe any money to. It's complex for these big multinational companies to deal in every country, essentially, and, you know, deal with the tax laws of every country. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to defend <laughs> yeah, them in they any have way. Got, they have got accountants to do that if they wanted to. <laughs> no, no, exactly. They, they have. But if the laws are there and the laws are in place for them, you know, they're not doing anything illegal. Immoral, yes, but illegal, mm. no. Um, I yeah. don't know. It's, it's a strange balance. It is. Well, companies like that as well, even the, yeah, the big multinational, the faceless multinationals, they've mm. all got a responsibility towards their shareholders, haven't they? So they, in effect, they're obliged to be as careful as they possibly can with, with the, the money and the value of their company mm. on behalf of the shareholders who own it. So, you know, I think it's sort of like different in some ways. It sounds weird. It sounds counterintuitive, but I'm kind of less annoyed about the big multinationals doing this sort of stuff than I am about some of these rich celebs who are already richer than they'll ever need to be in their whole life and yet they still want to avoid <laughs> millions more tax that could otherwise go into helping people less less uh, less lucky than them yeah see I, I found it quite hard to to judge them because i would do and i have done a similar thing not obviously relocated to jersey <laughs> but uh, you know I went, I went to an accountant and said you know what's the what's the best way i'm with the money i earn for whatever what's the best way to manage it it's just did, it, did he, he said, give you a load of brown envelopes <laughs> gave a load of brown envelopes and it was either a choice between being a sole trader where you pay a certain percentage on all your income or be a limited company where you pay a certain percentage of your yearly profits and that was a lot more tax efficient to form a limited company than to be a, a sole trader yeah. so i went to the, i went to a specialist accountant not, not anyone you know the high street accountant and he recommended something so i said okay you you're, you know accountancy more than what i do it's your career i know nothing i'll go with your advice and it works out a lot more tax efficient is that me dodging tax i don't know because i pay a lot of it but i could be paying a lot lot more of it does that make me a bad person i don't know well that's the thing isn't it i mean everybody i think most people are most but not everybody because you can never have an everybody does everything kind of situation but most people hmm. do want to try and uh, keep what they they consider they've earned and yep. and and that's the problem, isn't it? I mean, the fact is, a lot of these loopholes could be closed by the government and the governments of the planet, of, of the world. But they choose not to do that because they, they use these loopholes to attract businesses to, to mm. their countries. I mean, this is why Ireland initially got Apple, because they offered them a very favorable rate. Now, we get cities that do the similar things. We get, we'll have, um, like, for, for example, let's do, like, Let's look at uh, making films. They'll offer tax breaks to movie studios to make their film in their city, and then they'll give them a tax break. So, I mean, mm. at what point? What, I mean, we don't get that as citizens. <laughs> we have to pay our flipping taxes and try not to see what happens. But, yeah, I mean, is it, yeah. it, 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 and most, of the, most of the problem is, uh, I think, when it, with American companies anyway, is because it's so damn expensive for them to get their money made outside of America back into america and when he when he was running for president trump said that he would make a one-off uh a one-off taxation break for people to bring those that that money back into the states and as far as i'm aware he's not done that as yet but uh well you know politicians who, who can trust them <laughs> but uh mm -hmm. i think they and 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 more and more people don't just go oh whatever this is what we expect 
the rich people do screw us mm. and it's true i mean like i say the only way it's going to change is if the law is changed and the law is made by politicians and the politicians are normally paid off or funded or financed by the very people that these systems are protecting so it's never going to change it's just going to become the norm just like there was more outcry during the panama papers than the paradise papers this one just seems to be oh, whatever what can you do well you can do nothing as an individual apart from a vote every four years to try and get someone to fix it but everybody on the card is doing exactly the same thing. <laughs> yeah, seeing when it comes around to election time, no one really cares about closing the tax loopholes that have no. made them angry a few months prior. Exactly. They care about other things. So, yeah. Well, I think like yeah, the example you gave about the Irish government attracting big businesses like Apple with the preferential tax rates and so on. I mean, that's in a way, that's okay. Apple were fine with it, obviously. Ireland were fine with it too because they saw it as a way to boost their own economy and offer jobs in their economy, which which otherwise would not be there. So on balance, they felt it was a good deal for their citizens. You know? And uh, yeah, it's still the case, isn't it, that neither they nor Apple want to want to pay any what, what the EU think is owed tax. They think it was a, a fine relationship, and that's that's all there is to it. And they'll be fighting it for decades, won't they? Yeah. Um, whereas compare that to an individual like say Lewis Hamilton who's like apparently the richest sportsman in, in Britain <laughs> wanting to save three mil three more million on a 26 million pound jet whatever it was that sounds that sounds going beyond the pale doesn't it that's not putting your money in an ISA to, to save a bit of tax that's not even becoming a you know public company rather than a sole trader because you save a bit of tax that's just that's going through hoops and contortions to to avoid tax, which morally you should pay. So yeah. I think these cases where it has been a, a, a personal individual who, yeah, you can't claim ignorance, can you? It's like in the war saying only following orders. They, they know that these people they employ to save them lots of money are, are going to these lengths and doing leases mm. to leases to leases. And then in the end, they don't own anything. They just borrow stuff from themselves through about three different countries and five different companies. That's not really right, is it? Not, not to satisfy the personal wealth of an already incredibly rich individual. That's, that does seem bad. So what, what would you like to see change? Other than loopholes <clears throat> obviously being closed, I would like to try, I would like, just like it does on so many other uh, fields of, well, other fields, I'd like to see Apple step up and be the company that says, yeah, we are aware there are loopholes, but we are not going to do them. We are not going to have our money in offshore investments where there's, that, look, that look like taxation heavens. We are not going to do any of that. Now, I know that's a big ask, but if, if they truly want to be the all-friendly green um, flagship company that they, they – you know, when it comes to uh, green issues, they obviously are. But uh, if, if they can... Thinking, all... yep. <laughs> I was going to say, thinking purely selfishly. On one hand, you've got, yeah, we're not going to be in tax havens. We're going to pay a lot more tax and be proud of it. And on the other hand, you've got a $1,000 pound iPhone that yeah. will just go up a little bit more in cost just because that's cut into their margins or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's, that's, that's down to the buyer to make that decision. We, we, we buy, oh, yeah, totally. you know, I bought the phone. I pay VAT on that. Uh, the company has to collect it and send it back off to the government and stuff like that. But, you know, fair enough. That's value-added tax. I've got no problem with that. Um, they, obviously have, they obviously have to collect tax from their employees and, and things like this and pay the additional part on top of that as well. So... I'm just thinking if Apple want to, if moving forward, if Apple want to make themselves look green, whiter than white in, in this area, they, maybe they could start looking. I don't, I don't believe for one second they will, by the way. But if they wanted to, they could start to pull out from these dodgy looking investment areas with this dodgy taxation. Uh, I, 
I just, I just, I just think they could if they wanted to, and so many other companies, and he could lead by example. And then the next time this story comes around, and it's Google being lambasted because Google's doing the same thing, but Apple make more of a headline, you know. So, mm. and and they could turn around and say, "Well, it's not us. <laughs> We're clean. Go and get well, those guys." I wonder if they'd even be allowed to to do that though legally, because they would be letting down their shareholders by well, doing that, wouldn't they? They'd also Knowing, be le- knowingly um, losing yeah. value for the company. They'd also be letting down the U.S. the U.S. Treasury. Because the money that Europe wants is actually American money, because that was where mm-hmm. all the ideas originated and were created. And the Europeans would take the taxation. This is my limited understanding of it. Uh, so they would take the taxation instead of America. So America would not be getting the, ta- the money that they would rightfully, as things currently stand, be entitled to. It would go to Europe, in the case of Europe anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so the US Treasury would be short however many billions of dollars it was in taxation. Yeah. Hence so their that, that's incentive what, to offer yeah. a deal to for Apple to repatriate the money. Exactly. So it just sits somewhere while they're trying to come to terms with uh, legal ramifications of of across the board taxation claims and 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 all kinds of other nonsense. And it's all a big mess. And as soon as you get a big complicated mess, that's where loopholes occur, and you get these sneaky little yeah. buggers that can get in there and save the rich millions of do- millions of quid. So yeah. close the loopholes for God's sake. It's quite simple. You know, they're meant to be the governments of the planet and they're completely useless most of the time. Yeah. The BBC do love a little bit of Apple bashing, don't they, though? They absolutely <laughs> luxuriate in it. They've been doing it all week. And this morning, I saw a, on Breakfast TV, I think some bloke was commenting on it, and he was characterising Apple as um, something like a, multi, a multi-billion dollar tax avoidance firm that happens to make a few phones on the side. <laughs> <laughs> That's the angle they're going for. <laughs> oh, yeah, well. Yeah, well. Oh, well. Now, uh, Apple is uh, this recently completed visitor centre from Apple Park will open to the public on November the seventeenth. Is this on, is this on your bucket list now, Dean? By the way, possibly. <laughs> the company is inviting nearby Cupertino residents to attend a special preview on November sixteenth between three and eight pm. These people, those people, must show a photo ID. What? <laughs> oh, to prove they probably live there uh, and can bring up to three other guests as well. The visitor center has a gift shop, cafe, observation deck, as well as space for an augmented reality presentation about Apple Park. So again, I guess I mean one infinite loop used to be, for want of a better word, a mecca. For Apple enthusiasts, I guess now the visitor center will be. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. Yeah. No, I'm definitely going to try and go there next time I'm in that area, for sure. There's something wrong with me, you know, because I started looking at this story, and my first capitalist thought was, if I lived there, I'd sell sell those three other guests on eBay. <laughs> I'm telling you, That's what... I am telling you, Alan. The point is, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> That greed, for lack of a better word, is good. Greed is right. Greed works. Are you sure you're a lefty, Alex? <laughs> oh, I am. I'm going to have to have a lie down, aren't I? I've got a good hard think about myself. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's that. See, you're an entrepreneur. That's that's the trouble there. You're seeing these like little. Would you claim the taxes on it though? Or would it go into the brown Ooh. paper bag? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I can imagine this place is going to get quite busy from November seventeenth. There's, there's lots of people descend on it and buy t-shirts and cups and God knows what else. But. Uh, more power to them, I suppose, if that's what they want to do. Like I say, I still enjoy going to the Apple Store, even though it's very dangerous because I end up buying stuff. <laughs> so uh, you got to be careful. But uh, yeah, so like I say, November 17th, which is next weekend, isn't it? Yeah, it'll be open. There you go. Fill your boots. 
the new public iOS uh, 11.2 was released, and this one, Apple's new peer-to-peer payment system called Apple Pay Cash, is finally rolling out in public beta testers uh, the other day with the release of the public beta for iOS 11.2 beta 2. And watch <laughs> what? Watch OS 4.2 beta 2, giving iPhone, iPad users the ability to send money to each other electronically. With Apple Pay Cash, you can connect your debit card to your phone and send friends money. When you receive money, is added to your Apple Pay card uh, that lives on in the wallet app. You can use that card to make purchases with Apple Pay or have it transferred over to your new bank account. Initial, initially, Apple Pay will only work in the USA. Ooh, not fair. But I'm, I'm really looking forward to getting hold of Apple Pay uh, cash as well, because it's going to be so convenient. What do you mean? Yeah, I, I think it looks great the way they've done it. There's some videos on, on YouTube you can watch, and the way, I don't know, just the uh, the way they've done the UI, it just feels so apple The Even their card, their cash card, it looks great. <laughs> it looks better than a real a real card. It even shimmers as you, as yeah. you rotate your phone around in your hand. It, it sort of has that kind of glimmer to it. This, it looks brilliant. I think there's some designers in Apple who really miss the uh, iOS, pre-iOS 7 days of, you know, the <laughs> skeuomorphic design and all the little touches they put on, like the old podcast app where the, the knobs, the volume knobs like shimmer as you rotate your device. Yeah. It, it seems like a big throwback to them days, which is great yeah. because I, I love that kind of style where it reacts to your movement. Um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to trying it when it comes out in the UK, of course. My friend tried to set me a payment, but it didn't go through because he's got an American account. Um, and I'm just curious like, how it works, you know, how you withdraw it to your bank and how easy it is to to do that. I'm, I'm assuming it's very easy, but I'm looking forward to trying it. Yeah, I mean, mm. it's probably going to work along the same lines as, as PayPal because they've already got your account details normally linked up to your account. And it's just a case of sending money back basically a button press and it just goes back hopefully it goes back unless ebay uh sorry uh a paypal flags it as a dodgy transaction and it just sort of sits there in limbo for a while but yeah i mean once it's working i'm wondering will we we be able to send like uh 20 quid to an american for example and it gets transferred into a u.s currency i'm wondering that'll be a feature once they roll it out more globally yeah yeah that'll be good and also just using it's abroad you know contact is quite a few places worldwide yeah if I have twenty pounds on my contactless account, if I just tap it somewhere else, would that charge me a fee for doing that in like Spain or outside of Europe, for example? Yeah, and also for yeah. kids, you could load it up, give it to your kids uh, if they if you've been good enough to give them a phone, and they can go wandering off, and and they've got their limit. <laughs> in fact, if you yeah. only give them money, if you only give them their money, their allowance on the phone, they can't they can't buy anything illegal anywhere else. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Mind you, unless Alan figures out a way, because he's quite an entrepreneur, apparently. So he'll probably figure out a way of getting a dodgy deal with these these Utes. <laughs> yeah. Greed is good. <laughs> no, anyway, so that's coming soon. So uh, there was it was a long time coming. Um we're still what are we still waiting for? We're still oh, it's um uh iCloud Messengers as well. That's still not out, is it? Mm, yeah, no. that's true. Is that in this beta as well, or is no. it still missing? No, it's oh. still missing as far as I'm aware. So uh and of course it's missing along with one other application that we're waiting for still, which we mentioned at the top of the show. Where is bloody Amazon Video on the Apple TV? <laughs> oh, God, I mean, yeah. seriously, what are they doing? Oh, it's annoying me now because it's- I hate my smart TV. Now I'm used to sitting. Like, everything's on my Apple TV apart from 
Amazon Video, which is on the smart TV. Exactly. Are, are they just scared that they're going to get such an influx of users on that first turn-on day that it's going to crash their systems? Which could be a legitimate fear. I mean, I, I don't know. Are they? Because uh, we keep saying, like, are they waiting for this? Are they waiting for that? You know, are they waiting for the Black Friday sales to finish now? Yeah. To uh, well, was, wait, was, for Janu- was, wait for the- January to finish. It was, yeah, it was their new devices. We thought once their new devices are out, they'll release it. That came and went. Still not here. Next next big thing is probably Black Friday. Will that come and go? Probably. And then it's after that, it's Christmas. Well, how long? Come on, dudes. (laughs) Jesus. Then January sales. It should be here spring. Don't know what year, but spring. (laughs) Next WWDC (laughs) will roll around and it will still come on. So it's coming, honest. I'm sure. (laughs) It just feels like politics now more than anything else. More than a technical feature. It just stinks of politics yeah ah dear dear well well i know you guys are tay tay fans so taylor swift's new album reputation is reportedly being held <laughs> off a whole week from streaming services as it was released yesterday i believe uh the streaming blackout won't affect the itunes stores where reputation reputation can be downloaded from as i say yesterday so there you go if you're a tay tay fan <laughs> you've got to wait a whole week to get her album i've got no problem with that <laughs> <laughs> Well, you can buy it. I might leave it a bit longer than the week, yes. to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> they are free, Tay Tay. Take the, all the time you want. It's no big deal. <laughs> oh, dear. I just found that funny. That was all. I just, a week. Wow, seven days. I, I can't, I got to listen to Tay Tay. Oh, I can't, I can't mm. hold out. I'm going to go mad. I'm going to have to go and spend a tenner or whatever it is. Oh, dear, dear, dear. Uh, and the last piece, I, this... I bet, I, oh. I, bet it is, I bet it is worth millions to it. I bet that week yeah. make millions and millions in sales. So it's definitely worth doing, isn't But it? is it going to a tax haven? Uh, yeah, probably. I, I mean, I'm not parents sure. parents, sort of lawyers or something. <laughs> they are. I think they are, actually, yeah. It could be. Yeah, she's number one on the iTunes charts in over 100 countries. Wow. So it is working. I think somewhere it. like, uh, I think Mozambique, she was number two. So I'm not <laughs> sure what's number... I looked at this big chart yesterday, which had all the... Her chart listens is like number two in Mozambique, number 10 in the Bahamas. It's just, you know, what's higher than, than them? I wonder what's higher than her in, in them countries. Mind you, she needs it actually because <laughs> she's getting a bit of a kick in in the States at the moment because she didn't come when they was having their election, she didn't come out on one side or the other. So they're assuming she's on the other side. So she's getting a bit of a kick in, <laughs> mm-hmm. in the press over there at the moment. Anyway, uh, last, last story this week is uh, Johnny Ive has done an interview with um, what's the name of this? A wallpaper. I've never even heard of this. <laughs> I've never heard of me. I thought they were like a, a decoration store, you know, yeah. Home de- Home Depot. <laughs> That's what you should do. Um, you should do an interview with B and Q. Yeah, no, I, I like this story just purely because he designs their November front cover of their magazine. And in typical Johnny Ive style, it's just blank white. Yeah. Just the whole front cover is just blank white with wallpaper in on the top in the old Apple colours. The, the, the six colours. The, um, it's the photograph of the actual wallpaper in his white room, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it uh, the one of the, one of the uh, interesting points for me, um, I'm gonna have to, I can't find the quote itself. Uh, no, I can't find it. But basically, what he says, he's basically talking about the new iPhone 10. And the way it's designed, it's designed to get out of the way, which he always says, to be honest, he says that about a lot of products. Um, and he says what he thinks it's going to be is because it's built for software, for for software to determine how it's going to be used moving forward. And he's, he mentions a period of 12 months, um, how much software will make this device change. So I'm thinking 
that might be a bit of a flag to say uh, the next iOS we're going to maybe get some uh, some big changes to the to the GUI mm. moving forward. Yeah. So that I mean, because because the rumors are already now starting to s- <laughs> spread that next year we're going to get a differently a redesigned uh, iPads that taking face id so they won't need so much so much bezels or or the home button anymore uh this looks mm. like the new iphones whenever they come out next year will be modeled after the iphone 10 rather than the iphone 8 and and so if <clears throat> if they start going down that path it might be time for them to rethink the entire uh user interface of of current of the current ios because as you say dean some things just do not work like you, you're having trouble reaching the top corners and if they change the whole aesthetic of how everything is set up it could it could facilitate this this new uh hardware design that they seem to be following mm. yeah and at the moment the people who are buying the iphone 10 are not your general casual audience because you know it's a, it's a crazy expensive phone it's enthusiasts it's, it's people who yeah so it's people where if you make big groundbreaking changes they're not going to look at their phone the next day after updating just wonder what where's everything gone and you know get scared because the iphone it's you know it's got over a billion devices worldwide they can't make these big changes a big you know big changes in the ui paradigm because that affects a lot of people um but the iphone 10 they can afford to do that i I think because it's got quite a low market share compared to the other models so i'm really looking forward to seeing what i, I ios 12 will bring mm. um especially because you know the iphone 10 was designed not in secret but you know it wasn't given out widely to employees but now it's out in the wild and all the apple employees know about it they'll all be working to fine-tune apps for it and fine-tune experience for it mm. um now it's not kept under you know a little box in johnny ives yeah. which is what uh, developers are saying like if you listen to uh like a, a fantastic podcast under the radar i think uh they're, they're talking all the time about how the new the new look the new design is going to affect their design uh moving forward for example it's now very tricky for them to place stuff at the very top or at the very bottom so they're having to work around that and 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 they say a lot of developers have said it's going to take one person to nail it and then everybody starts copying what they do so we are and and that's that thing starts to spread i mean and it starts to be implemented in in people using iphone 8s as well they'll see and they'll learn and and gradually then the masses might be willing to come along next time <laughs> on the newly yeah. redesigned shape um but i mean and like, i know people go on about it. you have to relearn the phone you don't there's a very few brand new gestures on 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 the device and they're not they're not hard to work out you get instructions in the box there's lots of guide videos out there it's very simple the, the most obvious one is is face id and it's literally lifting the phone to your face and that's all that's different but all the other gestures there's a few from the, you know swipe from the bottom swipe from the top and that's it literally two everything else is the same virtually yeah a small funny story i went to um my local indian restaurant last night to get a takeaway and I was there just having a drink, waiting for the food to get ready. And the guy behind the boat, who I know, he he said, oh, is that new iPhone 10? Can I have a look? And he was saying, how do you bring up the the screen where you can close all the apps to save your memory? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I just looked like angel and devil on my shoulder at that point. It's like, shall I show him how to do it for real? Or shall I tell him, stop doing that? That doesn't save, you know, it does no good. So in the end, I just showed him how to do it. <laughs> just showed him how to just... Bring up the multitasking, yeah. hold it down, and and he was using, uh, and they gave it to him, and he gave it a go, and he got it first try. So it's just he goes, oh, that's just really easy. I thought it'd be a lot more trickier than that. Yeah, oh, I wasn't trying to do battles, that. Yeah, that's not a battle you're yeah. ever going to win. You must 
Show yeah, exactly. Exactly. I've got a free uh, bottle of Cobra as well. For <gasps> I'm going to your company. Indian restaurant. Christ, they can't. <laughs> that, is that all it takes to get a free beer? Jeez. Yeah, it's I'll, an iPhone 10 demo. <laughs> I'll, I'll be drunk. <laughs> oh, I like me show you this thing. <laughs> In um, on the iPhone 10, it, it takes a little bit longer than a couple of extra gestures to get to that uh, point where you can dismiss apps. And I wonder if that is a deliberate thing Apple have done you know, to purposely yeah. make it a little bit more friction. To, to stop you doing it they could have easily done it so you bring up that screen and then you swipe up as normal but they've mm-hmm. deliberately added the you got to hold down on one of the apps yeah. so a little red button comes at the top and then you can swipe up or you can tap the red button so deliberately i think made it harder just because to turn people off doing it yeah. um, there are legitimate reasons to close apps from time to time sometimes apps do crash and do require hard restart but it's normally a lot more rarer than so they're happy for people to go out of their way to do it with in that case but um yeah, yeah so i think add, it's add a, a dedicated gesture just to kill facebook <laughs> so like if you <laughs> scribble with your finger on the screen five times it'll kill facebook if it's running and everyone will be happy <laughs> oh well, well i think that's pretty much it for it uh this week once again um so all, all, all that's left really is Gentlemen, where on earth can we get hold of you? Alan? Uh, yeah, just on Twitter, where I'm called Storm Gorelli. Storm Gorelli, good stuff, sir. And 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 uh, Dean, come on, creator yep. of the Crystal app that keeps Safari looking wonderful. Yep, it does uh, work great on the iPhone ten as well. Safari's been working a lot more smoother since I got it installed, because it was installed at first. Um, yeah, you can find me on Twitter, at CraftyDino, or you can find Crystal Adblock on the App Store. That's it. Uh, my name's Carl Men. You get hold of me on Twitter at Claw0101. You can get hold of the show, if you so wish, at Mac and Forth. Uh, you can email us, if you so wish, macandforth at gmail.com. We're also on Google+, and on Facebook as well. Obviously, I've got no reviews to read this week, hence why I brushed right past that section. If you'd like to send us a review, we'd really like to hear from you. Uh, it's great for us on the store as well, as, as people can hopefully find us easier. So if you want to head on over to iTunes, search out Mac and Forth, hit the submit review button and give us some stars and write a small passage of text. We'd love to read it out on the show. Another way you can help out on the show is obviously through our Patreon page. The link is in the show description. Um, we had a wonderful subscriber this week uh, joining our ranks over there <clears throat> and like i say whenever you join us firstly it's greatly appreciated and you also do get some additional content as well which i believe um because i've never actually received the email myself but when you sign up via a subscription you get sent an email confirmation and that has the link to the rss feed so you can add that feed to your favorite podcast player uh, and get the updates as i push them out and I think that's pretty much it for this week. So I'm I'm going to go off probably down to London this week, some point this weekend, and try out my new phone and have a little play. Dean's getting ready to go off to India next week. Mm-hmm. So looking forward to that. So, yeah. Can take some great photos on your iPhone 10, hopefully. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing you know, all the colours and stuff over there because uh, it will look amazing. So follow for, so follow Dean on on Instagram if you want to. What's your Instagram uh, handle then, Dean? Yeah, handle. Exactly. Listen to me, CB terms for God's sake. <laughs> Handle, yeah. Um, exactly the same as my Twitter. So at, craft, no, not at, just Crafty Dino. Good stuff. Instagram.com slash Crafty Dino. That's it. And see all the wonderful images he shares over there in, in India. So that's pretty much it. So until next time, just everybody out there, stay safe and be nice to each other. Until next time. Bye. 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 Bye.